Okay, so before we get into how to choose the right policy, very important information, I just want to share that I'm excited right now because I literally just settled the claim for a 110% increase. That's right, initial payment $120,000 and now the claim total $254,000. Do the math, 110% increase. If you didn't think a public adjuster could do it, that's your proof right there. That's what we did, just settled it right now in probably, I don't know, about eight weeks we did it. How about that? Let's go. Three, two, one. What's up, advocates? Welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Claim Show. I am your host, Vince Perry, owner and CEO of Elite Resolutions and also Commercial Claims Advocate, Elite Resolutions Public Adjusting Firm, CCA Consulting Firm. Uh, but before that, make sure that you subscribe below because every single Wednesday we got more and more content and we're starting to come out with a little bit more content, honestly, for policyholders. You know, we're always public adjuster focused, which is basically our main audience, but I always say, these videos that we do that are sort of geared towards policyholders, guys, my fellow brethren and sisterin, public adjusters, this is great information for you to know to explain to your policyholders. Like choosing the right policy. How often do you get a phone call on, hey, how do I choose the right policy? Or my favorite, which insurance company is the best for claims? Let's start with number one is there is no insurance company that's best for claims. Uh, the fact of the matter is when you are choosing a policy, it's not about the insurance company. It's about the coverages. For me, that's my opinion because I know that there's a lot of public adjusters when we're in the groups and we're having conversations and stuff we're basically just saying like well this company's been really good and this company's been really good and my response to that is always well they're all the same they're all kind of difficult a claim is a claim is a claim you need to prove it you need to follow the duties after the loss you need to document the claim you need to present it. you need to follow up with them and that's how you get it paid. And then depending on the actual language in the policy is how they pay the claim. Now, I will say there's some insurance companies that whatever's going on in the inside, the inside process, it's a giant mess. Uh, you could just tell, uh, and then you could tell the places that aren't a very good place to work because of the revolving door of the desk adjusters that are assigned to particular claims. I will say that it is, uh, that's the difference, but for the most part, it's really, really making sure about the coverages. So when choosing a policy, I'm gonna go over about five things I think you should be aware of. Of, and I'm going to tell you the three things that you shouldn't be really caring about. So what happens when you're choosing a policy is you reach out to your insurance agent or your insurance agent reaches out to you and your insurance agent says your policy is up. We're going to send you some new options or you're buying a house and you call your insurance agent. I need insurance before I can close on this house or you're just shopping around yourself and you would like to see what new stuff is out. One thing I hate that it really, really bothers me is that the insurance company agent always sends the same thing. They send you a list of insurance companies, probably like three, maybe five insurance companies. And the only thing they tell you is, here's the deductible, here's your policy limit, and here's how much you're gonna pay. Here's your premium. That's all they ever do. And it drives me nuts because you ask for the deck page and then maybe they'll send you a deck page. But I was just having a conversation with a veteran adjuster just now. And it's funny because the deck page nowadays says nothing. It doesn't say enough. There was a time where I used to sign claims where all I had to do was look at the deck page, confirm that it was an HO3 and we were good to go. Let's proceed with the claim. Then there was a time where I would look at the deck page, take a look at the endorsements and we'd be good to go. Now we have to dig deep into the policy before we can even consider submitting that claim 
because you never know if there's coverage. So that's the issue that I have with insurance agents is when they give the options of only three to five, maybe six, maybe seven, all they're doing is insurance company name, deductible, policy limit, and here's how much you're gonna pay policy premium. That's not enough information. If you can take anything from this video is making sure that you're asking the right questions, making sure that you're finding out the right information so that you can make a wise decision when purchasing insurance on your home. Another thing I'd like to add is if you saw one of the previous videos, insurance premiums right now are through the roof. They're expensive, they're ridiculous, it's freaking crazy. I live in Florida and in Florida, it's the highest insurance at our average insurance premium has increased the most over the last year than any other state in the entire country. Additional living expenses is one of the most difficult parts of an insurance claim. And the reason is, is it's very high pressure. And as a public adjuster or contractor, you're already dealing with the negotiating of the build back process. You don't want to have to deal with ALE as well. Black Diamond Housing Services does all of that. They don't even charge the client. They bill it directly to the insurance company. It's all covered under the ALE coverage. So you need to call Black Diamond if you have a house that has been severely lost, whether it's like severe mold, severe water, fire, or anything like that, where they need a place to stay, Call Black Diamond Housing Services and they'll be able to take care of your client from beginning to end. If you live in Florida, I'm sorry, but if you live frankly anywhere, California, Texas as well, insurance premiums are through the roof right now, like everything else in this country right now, right? Inflation is just going crazy and along with that is insurance. And I have a video on exactly why a lot of these uh, insurance premiums are so high these days. But I got five things I'm gonna mention that I think you should watch out for. Let's go. Number one, get the list of endorsements and exclusions, okay? Let's write it down here. Endorsements and exclusions. They're kind of the same thing. An endorsement is an exclusion. An exclusion is an endorsement. But still, there's just no, there's endorsements. It's things that are added onto the policy, okay? And some of those things are good and some of those things are bad. Some of those things are actually adding on to give you more coverage and some of those things they're taking away to exclude coverage. So what gets really funky is that it might say that, I don't know, water is covered and it says in the policy, water damage, it's covered. But then if there's an exclusion that says it's not, that overrides whatever's in the policy. Again, I was just having a conversation with somebody where it was a, it was a coverage B actually. And it said, obviously coverage B is covered. And then in the policy, it talks about coverage B covered. And then it further goes, we replaced this definition with this. We replaced it, that definition with this. And then at the end, it was excluded completely. So it's very, very difficult these days to read an insurance policy. But make sure you get the list of endorsements of exclusions. At the very least, just say, hey, agent, what are the endorsements and exclusions? I was just advised to look at this. I don't even know what that means, but can I get the list of endorsements and exclusions? What is it that sort of they've added into the policy here that, that you know, could hurt me? Okay, so that's number one. Get the list of endorsements and exclusions. Number two, a good question to ask your agent, what are the changes that have occurred to this policy or if you're renewing your policy or anything, what are the changes that have occurred to this policy over the last year? Again, most of my audience is in Florida. There's been a lot of changes in insurance policies over the last year. You're gonna to wanna to know what those changes are and that agent better know what those changes are. So besides having an idea of what the endorsements and exclusions are, know what changes have occurred over the last year. Chances are there's some changes and chances are there's some changes that you may or you may not like. And what happens when they change stuff in the insurance policy, a lot of times they'll send you a letter and they'll say, here are the changes. But let's face it, I mean, you receive a huge packet of paper and I'm not gonna fault you for not reading that. Should you? Yes, you should, but I'm not gonna fault you for not reading it because it's worse than Chinese. 
It's harder to read than Chinese. So I get it. So list of endorsements and exclusions. What changes have occurred to the policy over the last year? Now, to get a little bit more specific of things that I think are important to watch out for in insurance policy, uh, number three is going to be water damage limits. And the reason why I'm focusing on water damage is because the fact of the matter is a majority of your insurance claims are going to be water related. They're either going to be water, wind. So they're either going to be water, fire, or some kind of natural disaster or like a wind event or something like that. Take it from me, the first 10 years of my career, pretty much 95, 90% of my claims were water damage. Uh, but there are, especially in Florida, but I know in other places where there are a lot of water damage limits and sometimes it's excluded completely. So to take a loss that is the most likely to occur and cap you at $10,000, it's kind of brutal. Try to get yourself a policy that doesn't have a limit on water damage. The next thing I'm gonna tell you, this, so this is number four, is be careful that you don't have your roof covered only under ACV. ACV stands for actual cash value. That means they're going to depreciate your roof and pay you based on that depreciated amount. So what that means is if your roof is, I don't know, 10 years old, and if you were to replace your roof today, it'll cost you $20,000. But because it's 10 years old, it's only worth 10 now because of the beating and the wind and the rain. They're only going to pay you 10, but it still costs you 20 to replace in today's market. So you don't want an ACV on your roof. You do not want actually, they'll, so they'll cover your whole policy and every other damage that occurs in your house, they'll cover it under, sorry, replacement costs. But if anything happens to your roof, they're only going to pay actual cash value. You do not want that. I would pay more to make sure that you do not have that. And that's the same goes for the water damage limits. Pay more so that you have legitimate, normal policy limits for water damage and pay more to make sure you don't have ACV on your roof. And the last thing I will tell you, this is number five that I want you to pay more for, make sure you do not have MRP, Managed Repair Program. I'm going to do a whole video on this, on what Managed Repair Program is. But what Managed Repair Program is, is the insurance company is going to send their own contractors out to do the work. Now, they're going to sell this to you like it is the most amazing thing ever. You don't have to do anything. Just sit back and wait. We'll put the estimate together. We'll send the contractors out. They'll do everything for you and everything is nice and said and done and goodbye. You're good to go. That's not normally the case. Now, disclosure. Okay, the reason why most public adjusters don't like this is because normally we're paid off a percentage of the money that you get. Um, and if they send a person out to do the work, then they're not cutting a check. So technically we don't make money. This is why I believe this could be a way of cutting out that public adjuster. Also a way of cutting out contractors is having their own contractors to do it. But here's, I'm gonna give you the facts. Here's where it gets a little complicated. If you want a contractor to go out and do the work, by all means, I have actually, one of the first things that I do, public adjuster advice, is if it is a right to repair program, managed repair program, take a look at the Google reviews off of the contractor that they're sending. And I say that because I've actually seen, and it's one of the first things that I do, if I want to use it as an argument, because remember, you don't have a choice for a contractor now. Uh, you have to go with whatever the insurance company sends. If you go ahead and look at Google and they've got one star reviews, you don't want that contractor in your house. You just don't. That's not the that's not the team that you want to be rebuilding your home. So that's the first thing is you don't know who you're getting. But again, I've seen I've seen five star contractors go out there. So I'm not going to say I haven't. But most of the time, I'd say 90% of the time, it's a one, two or three star Google review contractor that they're forcing you to use to do the work in your house. That's number one. Number two is the insurance company only pays for your 
pre-loss, uh, pre uh, oh my God, what's the word? I can't think of it right now. But your, uh, your, however your home was before, that's what they're going to pay for. So for your pre-loss, I can't remember, I'm literally brain fart right now. So if you have wood floors, they're only going to pay to replace wood floors. If you have laminate floor, they're only going to replace laminate floor. So if you want to upgrade to tile or you want to upgrade to marble, guess what? You're going to have to pay that money out of pocket to that contractor that they're forcing on you because they're only going in there to pay for the pre-loss conditions, okay? What's the downside to that? If they were to cut you a check, okay, and that check is paying for laminated flooring and your husband or the wife, your wife, that's super sexist, if somebody in your household is able to go out and find a discount a nice tile flooring or marble flooring and is able to install it yourself, guess what? It's gonna cost you less than what that laminate floor would have cost to hire somebody. So now you're upgrading it for the price that you were paid for by the insurance company. That's perfectly okay to do. But when they send the own contractor out, they're, for that money that whatever it is costs, you're gonna have to just deal with it. And if you want the tile or the marble, whatever it is, you're going to have to pay money as opposed to either having somebody in your house that could install it for you or shopping around for a contractor. Or I'm from Miami, we've got Joe Schmo off the block, every other block that will do anything, a handyman that will go in there and will install it for a fraction of the amount. You can't do that. And then the last thing I'm gonna tell you is the deductible. Normally what happens when a claim is paid, let's say they pay you $20,000 for a new roof, they're gonna deduct the deductible, right? So that $20,000, instead of cutting you a check for $20,000, they'll, let's say, let's say there's a $5,000 deductible, they're gonna cut you a check for 15,000. So what do you think there? It's like, oh, okay, I just lost 15,000. No, that's your $5,000 deductible, but then what do you do when you have the check in hand? Same thing, you shop around, Okay, you look for a contractor that could possibly do it for the 15,000. If not, the 20,000 is okay. You pay the 5,000, that's what it is. But you have the option. When you have a manager repair program, you do not have the option and you have to pay the $5,000 to the insurance company, then they send their own contractor out. I spent way too much time on that, but I was supposed to make a video about that, but I, I'm very passionate about MRP because it's really annoying. It makes life very difficult for everybody because the last thing I'll say is the intermediate, it, you're still stuck with the insurance company. Usually you get uh, a claim paid, claim is over, now you're off to do the work yourself. No, not this time. You have to deal with the insurance company until the work is completed. Super annoying. So the five things in choosing an insurance policy, I got carried away there, I'm sorry it happens sometimes, is make sure that you take a look at the list of endorsements. So when they send you those three things, the deductible, premium, and whatever else, also ask for the list of endorsements and exclusions. Number two, ask if there's any, been any major changes in the insurance policy over the last year. Number three, ask if there's any water damage limits or exclusions. Number four, ask if you have a roof ACV or RCV replacement. And the last thing is watch out for those dreaded MRP managed repair programs. So when you're choosing a policy, this is the advice that I give when people call me. Hey Vince, uh, what policy should I get? Well, don't worry about the company, worry about these five things or I'll say, send it to me and I'll take a look at it. We do free policy review all the time here at Elite Resolutions. We basically have a department just for policy reviews for when anybody wants a free policy review, no charge or anything like that. So that's what we've got, making sure you're choosing the right policy. Just ask the right questions. I always say it's very important to ask questions. One of my, my leadership techniques is asking questions. It's a lot of that. And the same thing you should do with your insurance agent to make sure that you're getting the proper coverage. And I will tell you though, these days, you're, if you want good coverage, you're gonna have to pay more. 
as a public adjuster. I pay a fortune in my house, uh, and it's rightfully so. And it's it's for a reason because unfortunately I deal with this on a daily basis. As much as I as much as you think it's not going to happen to you, it will. Uh, and I'd say it happens probably uh, about two to three times in your life. So make sure you're covered. The last thing you want is to call us. Uh, for a review of your claim, and we tell you you don't have coverage. It's never a good conversation to have, especially when you know you have a legitimate claim, but you just happen to have this unique, crappy policy that does not cover that loss. If you're struggling and waiting forever and a day to get paid on your claims because you have to wait for the mortgage company, you have to wait for the client, you have to wait for all of these things, Ink Payments by Ink solves that for you. By simply uploading it onto their system, everything gets processed and you get directly deposited your fee into your bank account. Choose InkPay and make sure that you use the promo code VINCE so that you can get $299 off the initial registration fee. So go ahead and check it out, Ink Payments. We've been using it for a long time. Everybody needs an attorney on their side. So whether you're a public adjuster, a contractor, or anyone else in the insurance claims business, make sure that you have an attorney that you could rely on, that you can go to for questions whenever you need it. That guy for me for the last 12 years has been David Farber. David Farber is the owner of the Farber Law Firm, and he has been there for me from the beginning of my career until now. And I would love for him to be able to help you as well. So make sure you call him at this number here and visit his website so you can learn more about the amazing David Farber of the Farber Law Firm. That's all we got, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. I'm Vince Perry. You go to EliteResolution.com. We've got a ton of FAQs for you to educate yourself. Obviously, you go and you could go through the rabbit hole of this uh, YouTube show and you can educate yourself tremendously on the insurance claims process. Um, if, you're a if you are a public adjuster or anything or you want to just want to apply for our firm, we're always taking positions, not just public adjuster positions, but staffing and administration and all kinds of stuff. And then the last thing I will tell you is commercialclaimsadvocate.com. We are a consulting firm. I consult public adjusters and public adjusting firms throughout the country. If you need any of our help, please reach out, shoot a comment, send me a message on Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever, and we'll get together. Thank you very much, everybody. It was a pleasure. Have an amazing week. Have a killer week. Kick ass, take names, and we'll see you next time. Peace out.